KZSU News Update for Friday, December 18th, an excerpt from Seeper's Associates Meeting with Pantera Capital founder Dan Moorhead. Um, let me just do a quick introduction, and after Dan's talk, we'll have more of a conversation. So Dan founded Pantera Capital Management in 2003. He also co-founded and was the CEO of Atriax, an electronic foreign exchange platform. Prior to that, he was a global head of FX options at Deutsche Bank in London and managed a global macro fund at Bankers Trust. And Dan, of course, graduated from Princeton University, which is also my alma mater. So uh, happy, to, happy to have you here. And I'm really, really looking forward to your talk, Dan. And thanks for coming. And the floor is yours. Dan, thank you so much. <clears throat> and Mark, <clears throat> when we first spoke about it this summer, uh, your timing is impeccable to have this uh, policy talk on the day that ETH 2.0 launched and Bitcoin hit an all-time high. So uh, very well-timed. Thank you all for joining. What I wanted to do is share a handful of different perspectives that have helped um, people get their head around what blockchain is. Blockchain is sometimes called uh, digital gold. It's sometimes called a currency. It's sometimes called a commodity. Um, it really is uh, so many different things, and, and that's why it's hard uh, to really define it and get, get one's head around it. And so the first handful of slides are a bit about <clears throat> ways one can think of what blockchain is, uh, and then a bit about the policy imp implications today. The um, first thing is to think about money. <clears throat> in the developed worlds, uh, not many of us think about it much, but 6 billion people live in countries that have to think about money all the time. Uh, money has had many different forms over the millennia. Um, most recently, it was in uh, rare things like gold or silver, and governments printed essentially depository receipts that were exchangeable for those. Governments then figured out it's more fun to print unlimited amounts of pieces of paper. Since uh, two-thirds of the Earth's surface is covered by trees, it's, there's no limit to the amount of money that can be printed. And then in 2009, Bitcoin came out. It's It's kind of a I would say the next evolution in money, it's better than the current fiat currency type of money. And then in 2016, um, smart contract token applications built on top of Ethereum came out and they're essentially like digital companies. They're really the next evolution of how enterprises will be formed in the future, essentially cooperatively owned, very low friction uh, projects. So <clears throat> one of the ways to, get, to think about uh, Bitcoin and other blockchains is essentially the, the final piece of the protocol puzzle that is the internet. If you think about it, all these other protocols that have been around since uh, TCP IP in the 70s allow us to move all kinds of information, but we were missing a cash system. And even in the 90s, Milton Friedman said that was the only thing missing from the internet. And that's one way to think about what Bitcoin and other blockchains are, is it's a way to move money around without paying a so-called trusted intermediary. Um, the analog would be that in, um, would be to what VoIP did to the telephone monopolists. Essentially, that's what blockchain is going to do to the oligopolists that control the payment rails today. And if you think about it back in, in the um, telephone uh, industry, AT&T once had 16% of the entire market cap of the United States because they control, controlled all access into and out of the US. And we now have only a handful of banks to control all of the correspondent banking, uh, really kind of 2.5 credit card companies and, and really one major remittance company that control all these places. And that was Pantera Capital's Dan Moorhead. 
Headlines to end your week. Today is the deadline to drop off letters to the North Pole at any fire station in Palo Alto. Santa Clara County has launched a clinic to vaccinate up to 6,000 nursing home workers, allowing 210 appointments per day. Several Santa Clara County Sheriff deputies are under investigation after social media photos showed them maskless at an indoor party last weekend. San Francisco has announced a mandatory 10-day quarantine for anyone coming to the city from outside outside the Bay Area. Wildlife officials have confirmed that the same coyote is behind a series of attacks in the East Bay. ICU capacity in Southern California has dropped to 0%, as Governor Newsom reports that the next shipment of vaccines from Pfizer will be smaller than expected, 233,000 doses instead of 393,000. Cold temperatures overnight with dry weather continuing, winter arrives early Monday morning. With Carla Leininger this week, I'm Ken Durr, KZ. KZSU News.